0: So I believe we're living in a simulation.
1: What does that mean? I'm a simulationist. Simulation theory is the idea that our reality is actually more of a computer program or something artificially constructed by beings in a more real reality, almost like the way we create computers and program them to do things. That the reality that we live in has actually been programmed and constructed by something else. I'm Ian. I'm Otto. And we're Brothers in Awe. Awe. My partner is Heather. I started dating Heather's sister, Amy. So we figure this basically makes me and Otto brothers in law. That means that we end up at a lot of family gatherings together. And there was one particular gathering on an Easter. Me and Otto just started talking about the nature of reality and existentialism. We decided that maybe it'd be fun for us to make a podcast. And that's why we're brothers in law. Otto, are we living in a simulation? Yes. Were you programmed to say that?
0: Probably. But first, Ian, I want to ask you, where are you on the scale from negative 10, nihilistic hellscape, to positive 10, complete, unadulterated awe?
1: A negative 8.
0: Wow, okay. Thank you for sharing your truth with us.
1: How about you? Zero.
0: Appropriately neutral. Yes, neutral. So I believe we're living in a simulation. What does that mean? I'm a simulationist.
1: (laughs) Which means you are an atheist or not an atheist? I'm not an atheist, I think. Okay.
0: Yeah, so I I think we live in a simulation, and I think the person who really uh, finally convinced me of this truth was you. Me? Yeah. Well, explain. Well, last year at Easter, not this year at Easter, but last year at Easter, you and I were talking about this, and I was basically saying, how could there be anything at all? And you were like, it's basically just like code. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, that sounds like something I would have said.
0: Yeah, and so then I got really stuck in, like, I think we're living in a simulation. But my biggest problem with this is that it seems like something a quote-unquote, I hate using this word, but a quote-unquote crazy person would think.
1: I mean, the belief may be a little bit out there in terms of what's considered normal thought, but, like, when you look at some major religions, that idea is pretty in line.
0: Absolutely, right. I think that I... It's almost a way of combining science and religion in a way that makes some people comfortable. Most people not, probably, but some people. You were saying when I asked you, wouldn't this upset religious people? You said, doesn't it give, it, give them evidence of it? Evidence of a religion, If if we actually found that there was code or there was some kind of simulation we're living in.
1: Yeah, that there's more likely to be a creator who right. built our universe. I mean, that's kind of what we're saying, if we're we're saying that this is a simulation, we would kind of assume that somebody would have had to create the simulation, right? Right.
0: So I, two thoughts about that. One is that yesterday, Amy said to me, it's just like intelligent design. How is that different from intelligent design? And I was like, whoa, yeah, it's not. Explain that intelligent design is uh, the the sort of opposite idea from evolution. So people are like, there's evo- If you teach evolution in schools, you have to also teach intelligent design that like everything was designed by a creator. And I spent a lot of time in the atheist club and throughout my life thinking that this was really ridiculous. Um, I still don't think it should be taught in schools because it's not. Like evolution, but there is something to be said for if everything was designed and created, um, and in a simulation, it could be intelligent design.
1: Got it. So, for instance, individual life forms are actually programmed as opposed to kind of happening by chance a little bit over time. Uh, Instead, there's like some force that's saying, like, all right, now I'm going to write a human program. Now I'm going to write a cat program. Now I'm going to write an amoeba. Actually, it's probably in that reverse order.
0: I mean, it could be, right? I mean, so one of the things I want to talk about uh, when we talk about the simulation or the idea that we live in a simulation is that there's so many different things that that means. When you think of we live in a simulation, what do you think?
1: I think more like a computer game or a software program. And so like something somewhere wrote a software program that is our universe and we're living in that software program.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's one of the options. So I I want to talk about a couple of my different ideas yeah. for what the simulation could be. Now there's something that people talk about a lot of, a lot which is called the ancestor simulation, which is this is what Nick Bostrom came up with or maybe he didn't come up with this, but talked about in a paper that he wrote in 2003. And this was the idea where they come up with this idea that it's more likely that we're living in a simulation than that we're not. So the idea being that if a civilization can end up being able to create a uh, a simulated universe, then our, it would be more likely that we would not be living in the base universe So than not, right? So there could be you could have a base universe that's creating one or more simulated universes, and then those universes would be creating more simulated universes, so the chances that we are in the base one are very, very low. And the idea in this is that when he talks about it, and when other folks have talked about this, is that we'd be living in an ancestor simulation, which would be just looking at our history, that reliving the history of what what we've already created. So if we were to create an ancestor simulation now, maybe we'd start it at the Big Bang and it would go all the way through time. Uh, it, in uh, I think it was just last year a few years ago, uh, two physicists, quote-unquote, disproved this. I have their names, uh, Zohar Ringel and Dimitri Gavrosi, and they basically said that we don't have enough comp- computing power, our ability to have that computing power to create a simulation that looks like our world or our universe. That's great. I, I can understand that, but I find this to be kind of a failure of imagination of this being the only kind of simulation that we could live in. I can't imagine that this would be the number one way that we live in a simulation. I, I it, like you, I think you said it seemed a little bit too focused on us. Or,
1: Yeah, I, I do feel like if a Beings were going to create a simulation. One of the more boring ones would be to just run the history that they've already been through. Like, that might be an interesting documentary movie to watch on a school trip, but like, there'd be a whole lot more simulations, I think, that would be more interesting than that. And then the part about um, our universe not containing the computing power to run a simulation of our universe, I agree. It, it's like using. The laws that we know of, but you have to imagine that there are laws of physics or ways of existence outside of our universe that could just as easily have created ours. So it's like, you know, we can think about the Sims a lot, but like if the Sims kind of looked around and were like, nope, this is it, like there's nothing else out there. Like it's just because they don't have the technology to look at the people who are playing the game. So
0: if we don't live in an ancestor simulation, what kind of simulations do we live in?
1: Okay, what are the other examples?
0: So there's, of course, the Matrix-type simulation that they talked about in the movie The Matrix, 1999, uh, which is basically we're sleeping or dreaming, and we're all connected to the same simulation, and we are powering some bigger thing, but we're basically comatose. But our brains are having this simulated thing.
1: Um, thoughts do, about, do our real physical bodies actually look the same as our simulated bodies that we experience? Like wow, in, that's in a matrix, great question. In Matrix, they were like... Actual humans And then they were like Identical humans
0: Yes In the matrix it's the same
1: Yeah Like so you look the same As
0: you do Sort of Like your body's at least the same Um But there's a good point Like why would we have to Necessarily look the same How are humans getting created In that scenario Are they sort of combining Genetics from two different people That are the people that met Inside the matrix scenario And then are creating To create babies Like they're having to find You know Right? So, if that's how people look, right, you have to find those two people. Or are they just sort of getting more people, be generating more people, and having those people in the Matrix look like they would if those are people are their parents? Right. So, I'm not sure. Um, there's a lot of different ways that could work, right? We could also be all comatose, and a completely different world could be created than the one that we would have had historically. The Matrix one was kind of like an ancestor simulation in that it was taking place 100 years. Uh, before when the the matrix scenario dreamlike scenario was
1: right, we could be in a totally different universe. Right, right. This, this could be a completely constructed reality. Right. It doesn't mirror any any other.
0: Right, right. So th- that's why I think generally, and th- I, I think that's more likely a more likely scenario. But I think that that's uh, generally kind of a boring idea that we're <laughs> we're asleep and that it's everything. It's just the same, and it's like just us in a history. I'm not sure. That doesn't mean that I don't. I don't really believe that that's what's happening. I think that it's it's kind of at a deeper level than that. Yeah. It's more than just our brains experiencing something. I guess is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So another idea is I have is that we're in a video game like thing. So sort of like The Sims, which I think it encompasses our whole bodies, not just our brain. Right. right. I think that helps with the sort of brain body duality. Um, so one idea uh, that I have is that we're all non-player characters, right? All of us are, that's, we just, all our entire existence is that we're non-player characters. And that's, we don't, that's why we're we're simulated to have all these thoughts and stuff, but that's just part of the program.
1: So you're saying there's no entity behind us that's in control of us?
0: No, there's no entity in control of us. We've been programmed, perhaps from the beginning to act in certain ways. And there's certain, you know, sets of non-binary characters, (laughs) (laughs) non-player characters,
1: Um, so that like the idea of the universe that you like wind a clock and it's just kind of running itself out.
0: Right. So that's one, that's one scenario. But if we're in a video game, there could be some who are player characters. So like we're all non-player characters. Those of us who, me, for example, I'm a non-player character. Um, and my whole existence is just sort of simulated in my head and they've pre-programmed like this is the auto non-player character or here are some generic, we're just going to have all these generic personality traits and they're just going to like randomly be assigned to people and those people are going to be the non-player characters and then you have a couple of player characters that are in our universe trying to do certain things like one example is uh maybe Jesus play was having a really bad game cuz like he died in the worst way right so like huh. his his character didn't do so well but like maybe uh, he got all these extra points in in the future because look at look at how his influence has been
1: yeah and And do you get extra lives like maybe if you have like three lives lined up the first couple you're kind of like a little more brazen and take some risks totally by the third one you're kind of like me and you don't like leaving the house
0: right or you can like reset your character right or like is it a massive multiplayer game where people are all playing at the you know playing at the same time and there's a couple of these player characters and then like mostly everybody else is non-player characters as I said like that doesn't necessarily mean that you win the game by being a good person, right? Like you could win the like I said, Donald Trump could be killing it, right?
1: Yeah, we don't know what the rubric is, so we don't know how we're being judged. Well,
0: my my idea is that we're not being judged, like most of us. Me, I'm assuming you're also a non-player character because you're not famous or something. I, I would think like people who are the player characters would be people who are just doing ridiculous things in the world, making a lot, getting a lot of attention, um who are winning like they're politicians or people who are getting a, like really winning the game. Yeah. Because that's what is interesting for somebody who's playing a game to watch.
1: Okay. So those of us who have more mundane lives can just kind of assume that nobody's interested in playing us. Yeah. But don't we all have the potential to make big decisions and go bold and change our lives and do, well, do, do we? something famous? Do we? I mean, I think everyone has the potential for that. Yeah.
0: Do you think that you could have been famous? Yeah, sure. But you were programmed not to want that or not to, to do the things that would make you become a famous person. Right. So anyhow, that's one idea. Another idea is that we're all, we are all player characters and we don't realize it. So we're all playing a game and we don't realize it. And at the end we get our points tallied up like the good place. But what do we actually get points for? We don't actually know if it's like a, this is like sort of the idea of heaven and hell, right? Um, But we don't actually know what thing is, is good or bad.
1: Right. And there, there's so many unintended consequences of our actions. It would be difficult for us to even add it up, even if we were trying to do the most good that we could do. And some people are really bent on trying to maximize the amount of good they can do. And maybe Mm -hmm. they're winning.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. And what would, what happens at the end though? Is it that is, is that, is there some kind of afterlife, which is like our character in this game one that they're, people are watching or you know what we don't know. Right. Yeah. Um, there's the uh, there's a solipsism idea, which is that I actually am the only player character, yeah. and nobody else is, and this game was just created for me, and I have to live my life through it, and maybe there's some, this is some kind of trial, right? Um, that that I think idea, kind of idea, has been explored in many different kinds of uh, media, sort of like a final
1: trial. I think of those three options: the like I am the only real thing some people are being played by other beings and everybody represents a character that is being played. I think the everybody is real thing speaks the most to me. Mm -hmm. And that like for every... But does that mean for everything that's alive? there's I don't know something who's intentionally playing that
0: well there's there's two ideas here one is that like it is just us and we are just the simulation and the simulation is getting judged or there's another being that's controlling us that we just aren't aware of
1: but if it's controlling us as humans I would think it's controlling my cat too because that would be weird if the like I'm a real more real program than than the cat program I mean, it's the basis of a lot of ideas about how we treat animals, right? So, Right, do you treat them as, as a being worthy of the same values that you apply to the other people in your species? Right, is a, lo-
0: is a lobster real? Consider the lobster David Foster Wallace that you read, right?
1: Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say yes, but that, you know, well, this brings up, the vegetarian veganism kind of moral kind of framework. Um, But even then, you know, plants, I would say, have some sentience. And so it's becomes more about like, what is the least harm I can do towards the rest of the world in terms of my eating and consuming? There's a fourth kind of game
0: that we could be in. Okay. It's like a civilization style game. Where nobody's nobody has a character. It's not about characters. It's about civilizations, right? So either they're controlling. Have you ever played Civilization? Sid Mars Civilization. It's a it's a video game. No. Um, basically, what it is is you are you control a. Uh, The civilization, like you're "quote unquote" the Americans or something, and you build your cities, and those cities connect to other cities, and you can build armies, and you can win this game in multiple ways. You can win it through a military victory by killing everybody else. You can win it through a scientific victory by getting the most scientific achievements. You can win it through diplomatic victory by having the most agreements with other people. That could be the game that's being played, and it could be being played on that larger scale. And it's not necessarily that somebody has control over like. The world leaders, but they have control over the whole civilization, and it's being played in that way. And they're not looking at what's happening to your life and my life
1: individually, but they're looking at sort of the aggregate. But we are part of that aggregate, yeah. and we're kind of like pawns in this whole game. Yeah. Huh.
0: It just happens to be a very detailed simula- simulation because that's what that's what these people are able to create, right? So they might as well create the most detailed simulation of what would people act like.
1: Yeah, it just seems like if you're interested in. Like uh, facing off different civilizations, in terms of the universe, there's a lot of empty space and a lot of stars and planets where there may not be life. Like, if that was your thing, like fighting different beings against each other, like, it just seems this is like a pretty poor setup for that except for it's like you put everybody
0: on one planet together because we can't get to any of these other planets, right? This is this this is my one of my proofs for a simulation, but we'll get to that later. But like there's this artificial barrier that we cannot get by and we can see that there's stuff out there, but we can't get to it because we can't travel at the speed of light and we can't see that there are any aliens out there. So it just sort of forces us to, quote unquote, fight it out here on Earth or Maybe maybe it's like figure it out How we do this here on earth When we have a limited number of resources Limited amount of time So it doesn't necessarily say That there's a way to win this or not Maybe winning it is I've played these civilizations games Where I've, I've thought to myself I just want everybody to battle it out Like that's what I want to do Or I want to try to get the the scientific victory Or I want to, you know pe- So it doesn't necessarily imply That there's a good victory or a, That's going to happen
1: It's just playing for the sake of playing
0: That's a game. That's what games are.
1: Oh. I'm so focused on the winning.
0: (laughs) Well, no, you can focus on winning, but we aren't going to win personally. Whoever's playing the game is going to win.
1: Like in chess, the the pawns don't do the winning. The player does the winning. Right. Okay. It's
0: kind of mean, basically it would make that player God. Yeah. So if that player is God, um, and they have some control over the world, but they don't have control over the individual pawns.
1: And you think it's pretty easy to explain that you have no awareness of what's going on, right? Us as pawns? Yeah. Yeah, why would we? Yeah. I don't think... It,
0: so anytime i played a game... So play the, think about The Sims, for example. The Sims have no concept of who you are, and they never would. Like, if we were in The Sims, for example, maybe there's a um, player who is controlling you and me right now, but we have no control over what they're saying. We have we don't know where they are. They're just looking at us, being like, "Well, Otto's gonna have to go to the bathroom in a few minutes, or something," you know? Yeah. And it's not necessarily to win at The Sims. Um, and I haven't played a version of The Sims since I was like in high school. But to win at The Sims, right, you can get a lot of money, or you can like have a lot of romance, or like you can. I don't even know that you really win that game. Now that I'm thinking of it, it's just sort of creating a simulation, and you're playing with the people in it, like. That could be what our situation is.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's life is a journey, not a destination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These are just the
0: video game versions, because I have all sorts of other kinds of simulations. What else too. you got? I have the experience style simulation, which is um, the idea that there's a real version of me or anybody, and that person decided I want to live the auto, in you know this, I want to live the trans guy living in Boston in, in in the early 21st century experience and they put on a VR headset and they like get to experience this whole life um, and during that time that they're experiencing it, their memories are sort of suppressed and at the end they wake up and they're like, oh wow, but it was like only 20 minutes for them. Like, yeah. oh, I just got to like live that experience.
1: Yeah, There's actually an episode of Rick and Morty that does this.
0: There's an episode of Star Trek, Next Generation. Have you seen it? The Inner Light? No. That does this. But Captain Picard basically, it's considered the best episode of Next Gen. Ah. He basically lives somebody else's life and then wakes up and it's like 20 minutes later.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a life within a life.
0: It's a life within a life. And I think about how I think about things. So my brain, I have thoughts, but there's also like the observer of my thoughts. Yeah. What if the observer is that person, yeah, or entity or whatever, like I don't necessarily think it's a human or, or anything, but
1: yeah, like the being John Malkovich
0: yeah, like being John Malkovich, yeah, definitely like being John Malkovich
1: so okay, so then but that implies there's like kind of a, a more real layer of reality
0: yes, that's
1: like if, if we're in the virtual reality right now, there's another layer, and is that layer somebody who looks just like me or is it a totally different being?
0: Right, this sort of connects with the Matrix idea. I think it's... My feeling is that it's a totally different being. But I don't know, right? What do you think?
1: I, I could see it. Uh, I like the amnesia part where like part of the experience is not knowing that you're in virtual reality. You think it's reality. That would explain why none of us really know where we come from and where we go to, like before birth and death. Those are just like the transition points between when the virtual reality is turned on and off. So I could see that. And then in that way, there's no winning. There's no destination. This form of us really does completely die. But that would speak to like a soul where like our consciousness is no longer in this body and is back in that original body that put on those VR glasses,
0: Right, and whatever that is might be on some other level of universe or whatever that we can't even comprehend what that would be like. But it explains this amnesia piece. So, I mean, I don't necessarily think this is the truth, but I think it's an interesting idea. I mean, I would definitely pay money if somebody was like, okay, you can have Ian's life. It'll take you 20 minutes. During it, you won't, you won't know that you're having Ian's life. I'd be like, yeah, really? I'll do that. Well, here's the thing is, I think I would really want to do that and then afterwards I would be like that was terrible.
1: I, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> also like I I wouldn't recommend signing up to live my entire life in real time. Like I don't know what the second half of my life is going to be like, but I you know if, if if it's only 20 minutes for you in the real world, like don't waste that 20 minutes living an entire lifetime
0: for them a whole life might feel like actually feel like 20 minutes. Right. Right. So our species doesn't feel that way, but when they, when they wake up out of it, it doesn't feel like they just lived this whole life, you know?
1: Got it. Okay.
0: Yeah. I would pay, I would pay money to, to, to live as somebody else for 20 minutes. Would you?
1: Oh, absolutely. 20 minutes. Sure. Absolutely.
0: Even if it's like 20 minutes of like on your phone.
1: Yeah, it's just like reading texts, (laughs) like, LOL. (laughs) Yeah,
0: like like you forgot, you don't don't know who you're going to be. It's like, "Mm, now I'm going to be this person and I don't have any control and they're just reading texts. (laughs) It's like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) boring, boring. (laughs) No, I think it would be a total trip to be dropped in somebody else's mind and body, like the things that you would notice and think about and the ways that you approach the world, I, I feel like. As humans, there's stuff we all have in common, but there's some radical differences in how we see and approach the world between us.
0: Yeah, so the other idea is that everything is just a simulation that somebody created um, one day and just walked away, right? So this is I talk about this as little, some kid created and as a project. For school and they were like I'm just gonna try this thing and then they walked away because they were, they live in some scenario some some world where they can create a simulation that is a simulation of our world and it uh, it doesn't they, they, they don't have doesn't need to have a lot of ability to do that or whatever and maybe they do and it's just they, they either created at the beginning of the Big Bang and just sort of walked away or they they were working on it for a while and maybe this is where the where they got to the sun and the moon being the same size and needed to fix that for their project or whatever, but they don't have control over each individual person, but they still have... Uh, it was sort of like coded. There was gr- like So that is evolution, really, because it was coded to evolve, right? Right. Um,
1: yeah, so we're like, what we understand about how galaxies and solar systems are formed is accurate, mm-hmm. and what we understand yeah. about how life develops is accurate, yeah. but it's also the program running itself through and kind of everything is kind of like faded to go along this trajectory uh, that was set up from the beginning.
0: Right, which I think is most close to my own worldview, especially my own worldview before I started thinking about the simulation. What do you think of that idea?
1: It makes more sense to me. I I honestly think if if we are a program, the Big Bang was the launching of the program, and we're just kind of running through the programming now. And um, maybe something's watching this like a TV program, Maybe they went to dinner and left it on their computer and aren't even paying it any attention, but um, somebody set up our software and set it in motion and it's, it's running and we'll see where it goes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think that makes more sense to me. I don't believe, so it's kind of a benevolent creator that's not all, po- maybe it's all powerful, but not all good necessarily, not... Um...
1: Yeah, and when you think about that different sense of time scale... Um, maybe our entire universe is one episode of a TV show for somebody. Uh, so 15 billion years goes by in 30 minutes for them. Uh, and they're just watching the whole thing play out. And they're not intervening, but it's like entertaining to see how things unfold.
0: Totally. I think about the kind of games that you could download on your your phone, which just like, they just like does something or and you just watch it unfold or... I just think that there's a there's a really good likelihood that that could be the scenario. And I think that that says that that speaks to the fact that, and you and I have talked about this, that we just have no con we will not ever have a concept of what's beyond us. And once I start to think about that being the idea of our simulation, um it makes me wonder about the question of what even is a simulation and how is it how is it different than just sort of reality? if that's just the way that our reality is created?
1: Yeah, if we can't ever sense what's beyond us, then simulation or not, this is reality, and it's no different than what it was before. Right, right. So do you think we can hack out? No. Okay. Do you? I think it all depends on the gap in level of tech, basically, because if the, uh, like I was mentioning to you, the movie Ex Machina, uh, spoiler alert, um, but uh, you know, one of the Androids uh, that's been developed essentially uh, kind of attempts to join human society, right? So that that robot was in a way able to hack out of the system and join like human society. So that the, the gap between what it was and what it was getting to was close enough that it could do it. Whereas the Sims can probably never be aware of the player the The gap in technology is too big,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: so mm-hmm. I think it's possible. I think it's probably unlikely.
0: yeah, I think it's unlikely. I think um, sometimes I wonder if death would be the way to hack out of some of these situations. death is the way to hack out of them. Um, but I think that anytime- we don't
1: recommend that for anyone. <laughs>
0: we definitely don't recommend it. I was about to say, I think that. A lot of times when I think about these ideas, like I, uh, as a kid I, was, I would always thought that maybe when I die I'll actually know what, what, the, what the answer is to all of this. I think that's just wishful thinking, but I think not, not, not a real thing that would happen. I think that our reality is that we we're born out of nothing and then we, we go to nothing. Like our souls go to nothing, our brains go to, go to nothing and we don't remember anything, um, which is kind of a hard reality to live with.
1: Yeah, but if we're thinking in the like simulation or computer as an analogy, you know, a computer when it's turned off or destroyed, its its memory or its soul doesn't go anywhere. It's just off and its parts degrade. Yeah. Like we're just computers.
0: So I have some reasons why I think we live in a simulation. Okay. Sometimes it feels likely to me that the simulation was just made of our planet and they eventually just created these artificial barriers of you can't travel at the speed of light so that we wouldn't start to wonder what was outside of us, right? Um, as we became more and more able to figure out things in the in the universe. The sun and the moon being the same size. <laughs> We've discussed this at length. Plank length, which I sort of, as I understand it... Um, it's sort of a, a point that you get down to where there's no, you can't, like, molecular stuff, so everything sort of just degrades. Like, it's sort of almost like the pixel um, of the universe. Yes. Which, that's kind of interesting. You know, that could describe how you could program something like this.
1: Yeah, if you, if you can see the pixels, you can understand better that it's, it's digital.
0: Yeah. In a lot of ways, the way that our bodies work and gene coding and everything is very much... Programming quote unquote right yeah. and uh, so there's all these sort of numbers in the in the world that feel like they're related to programming you know and I think it's totally possible that we could have been programmed in a in a universe that has totally different laws of physics and all that stuff
1: yeah, I feel like the periodic table of elements and the laws of physics could be arranged in a different way and it just so happens our universe has them the way they are and everything kind of works that way, but uh, it would be a failure of imagination to say there could be different elements and different laws of, of physics uh, in a different program.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Believing that we're in a simulation is basically just theism.
1: Yeah. Were you an atheist? Are you yeah. an atheist? Um, I don't even know anymore. I, I don't firmly believe in a being that's our creator I think it wouldn't surprise me at this point well if they showed up I'd be a little surprised but <laughs> it, it's I'm, I'm comfortable with the idea and it almost feels weirder to me to say that there's nothing other than what we know and what we're seeing that because the universe had to the big bang had to have come from somewhere so I think I'm more comfortable now saying there's something out there that is bigger than us and exactly how it interacts with us us as we as we discussed I, I can't exactly say
0: yeah i think the fact that we can't fully explain why we're here and all i can think of is are we something out of nothing is it something out of nothing i think that the the idea of there being a creator and for some reason the words Programmer and and simulation make it easier for me to understand, but it's something. It's just because all I mean all of religion a lot has been metaphors, right? Metaphors trying to explain uh, why we're here, and I think the simulation is just maybe maybe a closer metaphor, maybe a metaphor that makes more sense to our modern time. But if it's it, If it's so hard for us to explain what's beyond us, you know, as we've talked about ants, ants can never understand who we are, right?
1: Just catch glimpses of of us, but never fully understand a human.
0: Right. I think that the fact that we can't figure out what started the Big Bang, or we can't figure out... Even the idea of there being something is incomprehensible to me. me. Um, I think that that is enough proof that there is something beyond us that maybe does have this understanding, can't understand why there would be something at all. I think it's beyond, literally beyond our programming to understand. Just like a sim could not understand a lot about their program, I mean, it's impossible for us to understand what it is to be, for there to be anything at all. Yeah. That's our limit.
1: So do you think even, like, extreme advances in physics... Understanding more about things uh, at that Planck length and in the grand scale of where the universe came from and how it operates, like you don't think we'll ever catch a glimpse of the code? The code.
0: I mean, I think we have caught, caught glimpses of the code, right? Like like the laws of <sighs> physics or whatever. But I don't think that we will we'll be able to understand it on a on a deeper level of like why is there anything here at all? I don't think will we ever be able to fully understand why there was a Big Bang? I don't know. But it feels, it feels kind of beyond our grasp, like we are just unable. There's, a, there's something deeper there that we are just never going to be able to understand because our brains are just not... We're just not programmed to be able to do it.
1: So, not worth searching? Always worth searching. Always worth searching. Because
0: I'm hopeful... Right, and you and you and I have talked about this as well. Which is the that I feel so. This question is bothers me so much. It like sticks in my brain and just like eats away at my brain. Like, why why are we here? Why are there, why is there anything here at all? Why is there anything here at all? And like, if there's it just it came out of nothing. How is that possible? Why is there anything here at all? And it bothers me so much that I think I almost just try to grasp onto like whatever solution I can because it feels. Like it gives me some kind of comfort, but it's a false comfort because we'll never know. Yeah. I think. But I mean, what do you think would happen if if scientists were able to figure out a way to say this is where we came from? It just does, it just seems unlikely because they would still there would still be some other level, you yeah. know. Like this is what started the Big Bang. Okay, then what? Where did that come from? Yeah, you know what I'm saying.
1: So there's maybe there's the search for more knowledge, but there's never the end, the satisfying end. Where you you get the whole picture.
0: And that's what makes me a theist. I think is that other level of something that we're just never going to fully get, right? Because we're always going to be like, but where did that come from? Where did that come from? Where did that come from?
1: Okay. But you wouldn't call it God because God is so defined by other things? I didn't say I wouldn't call it God. Would you you call it God? Yeah.
0: Okay. I, I think. I mean, I think... Well, it's complicated, right? Uh, because I mean, it's complicated partially as a as a UU minister because we, even just in our hymns, we talk about a loving God, and I don't necessarily think of this as a loving entity. I hope most people, but maybe not, um, have a desire to be, uh, to do well and to do kindness onto fellow humans, and and that sort of impulse. I can call that God, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of they're kind of too. It's almost why I would call that that would be what I would refer to as God, and then that sort of mystery that we can't quite figure out. That's that's the unknown. That's 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 that's, that's the thea. That's like the God that created us, right? Oh my gosh, am I becoming a trinity, a trinitarian? <laughs> like the God, the the God, the Creator, God that's within us. <laughs> like uh, yeah. Also, you
1: could have like a good and bad God. Uh, <laughs> right,
0: right, right, right. Like Satan. Yeah. And, yeah, it's it's amazing to me how much you can sort of fit this this kind of thinking into a lot of religions already. You know, we've talked about reincarnation. Is that like you get reprogrammed into another program, right?
1: Okay, so how does this affect our life? I think we kind of went over that in the sense that if we can never really touch the true nature of reality... We're just left with reality, which is the same as us living our lives. Does this change how we go about things? I don't, I don't think it can,
0: right? Because we're just never going to know those answers. And, and even if we do live in some kind of... It's, it really sounds like a horror movie where we're the, we're the non-player characters and there's like a few player characters. Like that to me is just like the horror movie version of our, of our lives. We're the extras. Yeah, right, right. And also like, how does this impact my life? I just think that you have to act as if it it, it doesn't it's not the case, as if our reality is the only because it is the only reality we know. We mean what really is simulation versus reality? That's that's a tricky
1: question. What's the good news?
0: Good news is that it's fun to think about. I like to think about when I'm when I'm not super stuck in a bad place, I like to think about the kind of it's just it's just interesting. Like what if there's some alien quote unquote alien's not really the right word, but some entity watching my life right now it's kind of it's kind of interesting and it, there's just so much possibility beyond what we could we could ever know that actually feels hopeful to me
1: yeah, it's fun and imaginative, yeah, and might touch on something that is true, but uh it feels a little less angsty to me for some reason. It's a little more just uh just kind of nifty.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think I've thought about it in really dark ways before, and I've gotten really stuck, but I feel like I think it's kind of fun, fun kind of thing to think about, and if I think about it as a fun thing to think about, it doesn't, it doesn't mess me up so much, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I've gone from a negative eight to a negative two.
0: That's good. I think yeah. I've gone to a three, so, so I'm, I'm
1: feeling it. So uh, what do you think our programs are going to do now?
0: I think our programs are going to stop, and then we're going to
1: have lunch. Okay. Okay. So, program Ian will eat program lunch? Exactly. Great. Exactly.